Good afternoon, and welcome to Night Talk. I'm Joe Murphy, and I'm joined as usual by my co-host, Mike Yakubik, for this afternoon's show. Good afternoon, Michael. Good afternoon, Joseph. Uh, we have some special guests. I'm going to let uh, Michael introduce them, but let us begin, as we always do, with our prayer to St. Michael. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Michael. Okay, Joseph. Well, let's start off by introducing Carrie Weavadoe. And she's going to tell us what she actually does with Special Olympics and her position in the state of Pennsylvania. Good afternoon, Carrie. Hey, Michael. How are you? It's good to see you again. Just fine. Thank you. Nice seeing you. Um, so I am the executive director for our capital area region, which covers Harrisburg, the Harrisburg area, Dauphin, Cumberland, Perry, Adam, York, Lancaster, and Lebanon counties, and Mifflin, Juniata. And in that role, I make sure that we are bringing um, training and sports and competition to our athletes in all of those counties and making sure that they're getting the opportunity to train and um, go to competitions and enjoy what they enjoy doing most. And I think most importantly is that all of our athletes that take part in Special Olympics do so at no cost to them. So it's because of great partnerships like the one we had this past year with the Knights of Columbus that we're able to do that and continue to do that. Good. Now, one of the things that you have, a spe we have a special guest with us. Um, yeah. I had the privilege of meeting you and Tommy out at the 125th uh, State Convention of Knights of Columbus. And I was so impressed with Tommy, uh, especially his public speaking ability. We thought, well, there's no way we're not going to have him on our radio show. So, Carrie, why don't you go ahead and introduce Tommy and, and then we'll hear a few words from him. Sure, absolutely. Tommy is a way better speaker than I am. He does a phenomenal job and um, has a great story to tell. But Tommy Kreutzer is one of our athletes county in Western Pennsylvania. He has been trained as a global messenger. So he is one of our athletes that is able to go out and uh, speak about his experience and share about what Special Olympics means to him. So I will turn it over to Tommy. Go ahead, Tommy. Okay, Tommy. Well, first thing I want to ask you, how long have you mm -hmm. been doing Special Olympics? Um, I've been, a, I've been in Special Olympics for, for over eight years now, so. And out of, out of all the Special Olympics you go to, do you have, um, what, what events do you participate in? I do, um, the events that I participate in, in Special Olympics are, um, bocce, basketball, bocce, basketball, floor hockey, golf, and soccer are the events that I do through Special Olympics. Okay, now, out of those four that you named, which one's your favorite? Um, I'd say basketball is my favorite. Ah, how tall are you? Does that help out? Are you a tall guy? Yeah, I'm uh, like 6'2", six 6'3", six so that, that yeah. my height helps, yeah. Yeah, that's why you like basketball. <laughs> yeah. Bocce's a little tougher. You got to get closer to the ground, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not as easy. Um, like I, I mentioned, um. I was really impressed with the talk that you gave at, at the uh, Knights of Convention. I'm very impressed with the talk that you gave at the Knights of Convention, Knights of Columbus Convention. And you really did a great job. And I know you have a story a little bit about, you know, 
how you got involved in Special Olympics and what you do. And have you always enjoyed talking in public like that? Or did you have to kind of work at it a little bit? Well, I've I had to work out a little bit, but then but then like after I got used to it, I uh, I've really enjoyed public speaking. So, and uh, and also uh, I know I've been told from others, including some of my family members too, that uh, it doesn't seem like that I was nervous after giving speeches and co-emceeing and. Uh, after co-emceeing and emceeing um, opening ceremonies in the past for Special Olympics, so always a good that's a good thing to hear too. Well, yeah, and I, I mean, number the number one fear for most people is public speaking, is getting mm. up in front of a crowd and, and being able to talk. And and I noticed that you, you did not seem fearful or anxious or nervous. You just seemed to be very natural, and you just told your story, and we all enjoyed listening to it. Yeah, and I, I, I also I I really enjoyed speaking there and sharing my story with how I got involved with Special Olympics and all that kind of and all that. So, I um I used to be a buddy as years ago when they had Special Olympics at uh, Ships Parts Control Center, and um, they used to have a really good deal. And I used to be the adults, and I used to go out for the track and field. And I'd be out there with the uh, individuals and we had a great time together. And um, I know that I enjoyed so many aspects of it, uh, meeting the young people that competed. The fact that uh, when the young people competed, they actually cared more, I think, about each other than they did about winning. And I, and I know the winning, we all have a competitive spirit. We all want to win. But it just seems like when you talk about Special Olympics, I think it goes above and beyond the competition it actually goes about friendship and caring and um so what, what do you consider the most important aspect of special olympics is there something that really excites you about being there um well what i consider the most important aspect of special olympics is um the sportsmanship because um because it's truly like one of the top top things that of special olympics and what we really really what we really like to do and everything because we like to make sure that we convey good sportsmanship and make sure that the other team knows that they uh that um we really care and everything even though um even if we um beat them really bad in a game or something like that so i know i i, I was one of the things that always made me feel good was when I would see a runner fall and the other Olympians would stop and help them up so that they still were able to compete. And I think that's, that's something that we miss so much today in, in, in our regular sports where we get so involved in winning that we don't think about the other person. Yeah, that's very true. I agree. And, uh, and, you know, I know you work, right? You have a job and, uh, earning money, bringing some cash in. And uh, so what do you do for a living? I um, currently I work at a um, dishwasher at a place called um, Lincoln Avenue Brewery and it's in Bellevue, PA. All right. So they, so it's one of those mini breweries and they do the um, specialty beers or. We, um, we serve beer also, we serve beer. And then in addition to being um, serving beer and everything, we are uh 
um, um, food too. So it's like, I believe, I believe like it's a, it's like a restaurant brewery type of thing. So. Well, good for you. Good for you. Yeah. I don't work anymore. I retired. I'm sure that's what most people look forward to. I retired. All (laughs) I do is play golf. Okay. I'm kind of like a, uh, Kind of like a special Olympian all year round. I just go out and play. <laughs> and I kind of enjoy that. Maybe you can you know, become a special Olympics golf coach, Mike. I yeah, maybe I should. I'll tell you, uh, uh, the the years that uh, I was over, I really and truly enjoyed it. I I really did. The biggest problem is right now I'm getting kind of long in tooth. I'll be seventy five this year, and I just can't run around as much as I used to. I mean, walking on the golf course is one thing; running around with younger people is kind of tough. Yeah, I just I, uh, it makes it a little bit tough for me. But you know, uh, not yeah. disrespecting you, Tommy, but I want to talk a little bit to Carrie. Carrie, mm-hmm. uh, how long have you been associated with Special Olympics? So I started with Special Olympics almost three years ago. Um, at that time, I was brought on as the program director for our Area M program, which when you talked about the adult games at the Navy Depot, that was an event that was run by Area M. Um, so I worked mm-hmm. in our Area M program, which covered um, Dauphin, Cumberland, Perry, and Northern York County. So it served about 2,500 athletes in that role. That's really something. I know there's there's so many um, different athletic events that, part, that they're able to participate. I mean, I think it's even wider than the uh, Olympics we watch on TV because there's bowling and, and, and just about everything you can imagine. Yeah. So we, just like a lot of other sports have, we have three seasons. Um, you know, we have that athletes can train and compete in and all of those seasons roll up to a statewide competition. So in the spring, we end up at summer games at Penn state in the fall, we end up at fall fest, um, at Villanova university. And in the winter, we have our winter games, which takes place out at Seven Springs and does all of our outside sports for winter. And then in New York, we have indoor winter games, which uh, is all of our indoor sports. So floor hockey, um, speed skating and ice skating take place in New York. So every, I mean, when they compete, they all roll up to a statewide competition where they get to come and compete against each other. And we right now have two athletes from the state of Pennsylvania that are over in Berlin, Germany, competing at World Games. So I know that Isaac has won a gold and silver medal so far in track and field. So it's great. those are opportunities that the athletes get to do at no cost to them. And um, just seeing them for many of them, I went to USA games with a a group of 140 athletes last June. And many of them, it was their first time on an airplane or staying in a hotel or just getting that experience. And it's great to see them get to have that experience. That's fantastic. And one of the things that I had mentioned before was that I enjoyed the competitiveness, but also, as Tommy had mentioned, the the, uh, the sportsman conduct, the 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 camaraderie of the individuals. When you saw when you went away to the uh, World Games, is is that follow through? It's not just an American thing, right? It's no. I mean, it is definitely a Special Olympics thing. Our athletes are so special and really supportive of each other and the friendships are so important to them and it is really a family. And, you know, during the pandemic when we weren't able to be in person and we weren't able to train and compete, it was tough on them because they weren't seeing their friends and our first competitions back in person was so great just to see them being reunited with people that they hadn't seen in two and a half to three years. Um, Our indoor winter games was the first event that we had to shut down in March of 2020. So um, it was a good two and a half years till we came back. So it was great to see them when we finally came back, seeing each other for the first time. And they got as tired of Zoom 
him as we did. So there, there you go, Carrie. Uh, as you can see by the timer, we're quickly running out of uh, time here for the first segment. So how about we hold that thought? We'll go to a break. We'll be back right after these messages. And welcome back to Night Talk. I'm Joe Murphy, and I'm joined by my co-host Mike Yakubic and Carrie Weewadow uh, from Special Olympics, and also Tommy Kurtzar. I hope I said your name right, Tom, the last name. <laughs> but uh, we were uh, doing some stories here in the break, so Michael, I'll go back to you, and we'll go from there. Yeah, one of the things that Carrie mentioned about, you know, with COVID and every the, the uh, Olympians not getting to see each other, uh, the very first year that I did Special Olympics, and um, we we're over at Ships Parts, and it, it was really exciting because the the young man, well, I shouldn't say young man. I think he was only, he was probably in his late 40s, early 50s. And um, he had saw, he saw one of the other Olympians coming toward him. And it was so amazing because I was just overwhelmed with the mental capacity of remembering. I mean, I don't even remember half the times what I had for breakfast. And he went running over to this to his buddy, and he says, "I haven't seen you in like five years." And the two of them talked about the event that they were at five years ago, and it was like I'm standing there and I'm watching a TV show because they relived that entire moment of of how much they cared for each other and what they did at the uh, at the event five years prior. And I thought, gee whiz. Like I said, for me, remembering breakfast is a tough ordeal sometimes. It just kind of <laughs> slips my mind, and, and they were doing that. And um, and matter of fact, at that time, R.J. Harris mm -hmm. used to be like the MC, and yeah. R.J. was a lot heavier then. And uh, I always, any I guess the four or five years, six years that I did it at Ships, um, I used to always bring over my buddy, to get to meet RJ because RJ is quite the character and he was a lot of fun and he got a lot, a lot of stuff done. And I guess you were back, you, you knew RJ too also, Carrie. I did know RJ. Um, RJ has been involved with our plunge here in the Harrisburg area for a number of years. So I worked with him since I came on board um, in that capacity and then other jobs that I've had, I've worked with RJ. So I know him very well. Yeah. He's a lot thinner now. Yes, he he's is. A, he, is <laughs> yeah, he looks great. So he's yes, he does. If I could jump in here for a minute, Carrie. Uh, Tom, what are you uh, doing now? Are you prepping for any events or anything now? Or are you guys uh, are just working for your job? Or do you have to get, get ready for the next events and stuff that will be coming up soon? Um, currently, um, we have a uh, had our um, summer games that um, Penn State canceled this year due to the 
air quality and everything since it was so bad with due to the with the uh, Canadian wildfires that have come over from the Canadian wildfires. But then um, um, currently, I we are we are done with our basketball season since summer games were supposed to happen, but then it got canceled. But then um, our region came up with an event so that some of a some of the teams that qualified for Penn State um, and the coaches and everything could have a little bit of competition and a day of competition and fun, which they're calling the um, Regional Rumble, which is go- which is going to take place this coming Sunday, June 25th. And um, it's at, I'm trying to remember where it's at. Um, I think it's, I, I believe, it, oh, it's at, um, I just remembered. Um, it's at Gateway High School. And um, they, I believe they're going to have all the, like, most or all the different sports that they were going to have at um, Penn State for summer games. So That's terrific. That's terrific. We wish you well. I know you'll do well at the competition. There's no doubt in my mind that you will do yeah, well. You already so proved, you've already proven that your memory is better than mine. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Oh yeah, we have to we have to pick on each other. I'll tell you what, if if Mike and I were not picking on each other or or sometimes picking on you guys as our guests, we would never get anything done. This is why <laughs> this is so much fun. Oh, okay, it's funny. yeah, it's a, it, it's great and good luck. You said it was Gateway High School. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So yep. good luck on uh, on Sunday with that. And you'll have to let us know how well you do. Or, or Thank tell you. Carrie I appreciate that. Us, I do. Yeah. Let us know. Your dad has their email address, so we can let them know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. That's and terrific. We'll, we'll that broadcast. We'll let everybody, everybody that's listening to the show, we'll make sure they're aware of it. One of the things, if, if, since since you do basketball, and since this is, is it an outdoor basketball court that you use? Um, you, you mean for the competition coming up? Yeah, for the competition coming up. Um, I believe we're going to be playing inside. I inside. think, I believe. So that makes it a little easier. Yeah, the wind doesn't blow the ball around. You don't have to worry about those long shots or anything like well, that. that. Yeah, uh, of course that the floor in the gym is a little foot, bit you more. You can shoot close. Yeah, the floor in the gym is a little bit more forgiving than the asphalt yeah. in the park. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, Carrie, are you going to be there for this uh, event? No, I will not be. Unfortunately, I have something else going on this weekend. But yeah, we were very sad a couple weeks ago to have to cancel summer games, but the air quality in State College was just such that we had to make that decision um, on Thursday morning as unfortunately many of our athletes were on their way to the event, turn around and go back. And we went through a variety of scenarios and the best one was really just to keep them safe and at home because, um, you know, people who had respiratory issues should not have been outside. And a lot of our athletes do have that issue. So a couple of the regions are doing, um, you know, we're looking at doing some regional competitions to make up for it and, even potentially um, some statewide competitions for a couple sports. So, um, so we're looking to make it up, but this is kind of a downtime for our athletes because we've wrapped up the spring season. They went to summer games and things will start back up end of July, beginning of August. But some of our sports, um, you know, are continuing to train because they're taking part in the regional competition that Tommy's doing on Sunday and some of the other stuff. So this is a little bit of a downtime for us. It's time for, us as staff to take a breath and uh, get rejuvenated for fall because once uh, fall starts, we go fast and furious. Yeah, you know, we just, uh, one of our shows, I guess, two weeks ago, we were talking about 
Camp Kirkenwald for mm -hmm. this area because uh, we run a golf tournament that uh, raises funds for them to be able to use it at, at Camp Kirkenwald. And just like you said, it's downtime also for their caregivers. Right. So this way, the individuals can attend Kirkenwald. They have, have fun. They have a good time. And then by the same token, the individuals that are the caretakers, they get a week reprieve. And mm -hmm. for a little while, they don't have to worry about uh, taking care of uh, the individuals. So that's Correct. really kind of neat. It's something that uh, we've enjoyed doing. Our Bishop uh, Gaynor um, had asked us a few years ago if we could help out. And we decided, yeah, that was a good cause. And, and so we've been doing that. And then again, as you know, the Knights as a whole within the state support Special Olympics. But in the that Diocese is. of Harrisburg, we not only support Special Olympics, but we do have a golf tournament that's geared just toward Camp Kirkenwald. Well, we have appreciated the support of Knights of Columbus. And I think all of us as regional executive directors across the state have made friends with many of you and um, you know, many of you are staying engaged beyond the end of the campaign, and that's been a great partnership. So thank you for everything that you guys have done over the past year, and I know we'll continue to do. Well, I, didn't well, I think it's a float up a call. We'll be there. Yeah, I, I think the thing is that it's so important to the Knights. I mean, we, we really and truly, um, if you categorize everything the Knights of Columbus does, it only falls into two categories. You have solidarity with our priests and bishops, and then the other part is pro-life. And when you talk about pro-life, it's the entire gamut, uh, whether it be Special Olympics or Camp Kirkenwald or, you know, uh, anti-abortion, ultrasound machines. Everything kind of just fits into that realm because that's really what we're looking at from the beginning of life to the end of life, that we all live as the best that we can. I mean, all of us have, have situations that make it a little difficult for us in one way or the other, but we're all in this life together. And as long as we help each other, we'll we'll make it out pretty well together. Absolutely. And I mean, Tommy is one of our athletes who's in a very lucky situation. He has two parents and um, siblings who care about him and take care of him. But not all of our athletes do have that situation. So Special Olympics becomes their family and helps them in good times mm -hmm. and bad times. So it's more than just um, the sports. I mean, with Tommy, it's been a leadership opportunity as he's gotten to become a global messenger. So we are more than just sports. It's also health. I mean, we offer a lot of health uh, screenings and clinics for our athletes because, again, some of them don't have access to health care. So we do screenings at a lot of our competitions. So, you know, some of our athletes have gone to a state competition and gotten a pair of glasses or a pair of shoes or hearing aids, or they get that, you know, referral to a doctor outside of that. So we are way more than just sports because not all of our athletes are as lucky as Tommy is. There you go. Yeah, I think that's, that's fantastic because caring for the entire body, the entire person. And I, and I think that's what's so special about Special Olympics. There you go. Yeah. You know and, and you know, Tommy, I got to tell you, you're one heck of a guy. I don't drink anymore, but if I did, I'd have a beer with you. you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> we, can out, we can go out to his place of employment and stuff and have one, you know, what the heck? it's all good stuff. If memory serves, Michael and uh, and Carrie, wasn't it Eunice Kennedy Schreiber that started Special Olympics how many, 50 years ago now? Yes, it is. about 55 years ago. She That's started. what I thought. It yeah. was a camp in the backyard of her home in um, Massachusetts. In Massachusetts, so, yeah. Started it. And it's, um, come, it's come a long way. It has. And her son, Tim, is still the um, chairman of Special Olympics International. So 
Um, he was over at World Games and part of the, and he still is over there, but part of opening ceremonies and is very active and involved um, with the program still. And during the pandemic, um, every other Tuesday, Tim led a call for all Special Olympics participants, leaders, anyone who wanted to be involved. And it was kind of a call for us to get on and talk about things. And there was always um, an athlete would perform a song or do a dance or just different things that was trying to keep people engaged. So Tim is very much an active leader, not a passive leader. And I'm sure his mom is smiling down on what he has done for the program and continues to do. Most assuredly. Again, Tom, I, I'm not sure how much time we have left, Michael. Are we getting close? He's going to put the Yeah, the we're time just about up there, Joe. I was just going to throw it up for you all to see. Because we just hit the 12-minute mark. There we go. All right, Tom, I want, to, I want to wish you again good luck on Sunday. And I want to thank you very much for being on our program and carry you as well. I know we'll talk and see you guys again. So uh, thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us on. We appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, thanks for having us on. The work of Special Olympics. All right. Now, believe us, it was our pleasure. It, it most certainly was. And with that, along with Mike Jakubik and Kerry Weewadow and Tom Kirshner, I'm Joe Murphy. Thank you for listening. Stay safe out there. God bless.